0: It's Dr. Dave. Hopefully you're all doing well. You had a great week. Last full week of February, heading into the last week of February. Next week, shorter week. Well, kind of. I think it ends on the Thursday. 28 days in this shorter month, so kind of speeds up winter maybe a little bit. We get into March with fingers crossed for some good weather. Coming at you today on behalf of the Toronto Neck and Back Pain Clinic with your daily health update. It is Friday, February 22nd, 2019. We're going to talk about how much screen time your children are getting and how that could be affecting their development. We're going to look at the flu, which uh, some people might be uh, experiencing, unfortunately, this winter, and how that relates to kidney failure. Diet side of things, we're going to talk about limiting added sugars and how that uh, improves kids' liver health over the years. And uh, exercise is always a thing we try to fit into our lives. We're going to look at how maybe training harder for less time can also bring some benefit. Got that vitamin D for the critically ill and a study they did regarding that association. And then finally on the chiropractic side of things we're going to look at the low back and the hip and uh, trying to differentiate which one might be your problem area is it the low back or is it the hip I'm not going to treat diagnose prevent or cure any illness or disease with our time together today however because you're here we're going to give you some value we're going to keep you focused on your health and wellness monday through friday so that throughout the week and into the weekends you can have your health and wellness as a top priority in your life and when you do so your decisions, your thoughts, your actions will be a bit different and that can help you turn a health problem around and or prevent health problems from the fu- happening in the future, which is very, very cool. Tomorrow, Saturday, we'll have a special weekend edition. First one on the daily health update. Um, you'll want to listen to that. Um, we had a special guest that uh, we spoke to during the week. So we're going to roll that out tomorrow, February 23rd on a Saturday. So the weekend is coming. We let our kids uh, play uh, some video games and or watch some movies. We give them a little more screen time uh, on the weekend. In the Journal of the American Medical Association Pediatrics, January 2019, they said that too much screen time can dampen a child's development. An analysis of data concerning over 2,400 children found that higher levels of screen time at ages 2 and 3 are significantly associated with poorer performance on developmental screening tests for communication, problem-solving, and social and motor skills at ages 3 and 5. So there may be an effect. So it's not that no screen time is beneficial, maybe there is some merit, uh, some learning, some developmental support that it does give, but too much screen time may actually slow down that development. Um, So good to uh, get educated on this if you have young children to know what uh, some proper thresholds would be, uh, because we want them to engage in our technological world in a positive and healthy way, not a detrimental uh, way at all. According to a review of 14 years of federal data, investigators from the Hennepin Healthcare Research Institute report that influenza and other respiratory infections appear to increase the risk of early death from any cause among kidney failure patients by 1.5-2%. to While influenza-like illness may not be the direct cause of death in kidney failure patients, it may contribute to other causes of death. For example, patients with influenza-like illnesses may experience a state of acute inflammation, making them vulnerable to other infections or cardiovascular events. That from the Journal of the American Society of Nephrology, January 2019. Health Alert lets you know and is a reminder that there are many systems in the body, different parts, and they all work together. Anytime you have a challenge to one, it tends to have a ripple effect on the other systems that it's related to. So nothing in the body works independently. Uh, The hand does know what the foot is doing. To get through life, you want to make sure that you address and keep some balance, uh, some moderation and uh, allostasis in all those systems so that one has to work harder the other ones respond accordingly and when they calm down they also respond accordingly and that balance that harmony the synergy between all those parts is what will help you get through life with some better experiences so take care of those uh, kidneys and uh, stay healthy so that if you contract a virus or bacteria your body can fight it off we all will get exposed It's not uh, avoiding the exposure. That's as important as being healthy enough to handle the exposure. Uh, That would be a good solution. Adding sugars, uh, adding sugars, added sugars or adding them to your diet um, can be uh, problematic when you're young and can uh, perhaps contribute to fatty liver disease later on in life. Non-alcoholic fatty liver disease is the most common liver disease in children and is associated with an increased risk for type 2 diabetes, end-stage liver disease, liver cancer, and cardiovascular disease. In this study, investigators found that children who reduced their added sugar intake to less than 1% of their total calories experienced up to a 31% reduction in liver fat and a decrease in ALT enzymes, a liver enzyme associated with liver damage and inflammation. That from the Journal of the American Medical Association in January 2019. So the takeaway there is uh, certainly to avoid added sugars and to keep overall calorie intake from sugars uh, reasonably low in the diet and um, a good way to do that if someone were to have that as a goal it would be to follow a low glycemic uh, index diet. Don't eat things that turn into sugar because they will challenge certain parts of your body and uh, increase the risk for poor health outcomes when it comes to liver uh, function, <clears throat> type 2 diabetes and cardiovascular disease. So sugar a bit of a culprit in our society when it comes to impacting our health in a negative fashion. Exercise, however, is a positive culprit, something that's good for us that when we engage in it, we will get some benefit. There's been much research to support that concept of course and sometimes we just have to figure out how or what so here can you train harder for less amount of time and still get significant benefit that's what the experimental physiology journal in january 2019 tried to reveal overweight men who perform shorter bouts of resistance training nine weight training exercises at 80 percent of their maximum single repetition until exhaustion They did that three times a week for six weeks. They experienced equal improvements with regards to insulin sensitivity as men who engaged in a less strenuous but more time-intensive training program. This finding is important as shorter sessions may be more appealing and attainable for individuals unable or unwilling to commit much time for exercise. So how do you know? What's better for you? Longer duration? and less effort or a shorter duration, more effort. There's probably uh, some variation for each person because we know that genetically, physiologically, we're uh, different, we can benefit more from one aspect of that training than another based on who we are. So one of the ways you can do it without having to necessarily go get your genetics tested or something like that, is uh, to engage in it, to try it out and see what you notice over time in terms of uh, positive results and uh, may not have simply to do with how you look. uh, But if that's your goal, then you may need to try some different programs to see which ones help get you to where you want to be in terms of how you look, may have to help you get there in terms of how uh, you weigh, but uh, there is a way to do it. And then you just, if that's not working for you, switch to a different program. Vitamin D um, was studied by the Journal of Nutrition in November 2018 and um, they talked about critically ill people and their access to vitamin D. The previous research has linked poor vitamin D status with a number of negative health outcomes. According to a new study, providing a high dose vitamin D supplement to vitamin D deficient intensive care unit patients resulted in improved survival rates so um, vitamin d not really as much a vitamin as it is a hormone perhaps but our body does require uh, it externally in the sense of uh, usually sunlight exposure but it is available in supplement form as well especially for those in the northern climates in the winter who might have less access to that sunlight exposure but those people who are uh, critically ill uh, and their levels are low, will have poorer outcomes than those who have the ideal level of vitamin D. So another research study in support of that vitamin D. Finally, on the chiropractic side of things, um, sometimes people will come in and say, my hip is sore, and they point to an area that's more related to their low back. Sometimes they'll come in and say, my low back is sore, but they point to an area that's probably more related with the hip. Patients who experience leg pain while walking may have hip osteoarthritis or lumbar spinal stenosis, but which one? According to a new study, the following symptoms indicate hip osteoarthritis, groin pain, knee pain, pain that decreases with continued walking, pain that occurs immediately with walking, pain that occurs immediately with standing, pain getting in and out of a car, pain with dressing the symptomatic leg, and difficulty reaching the foot of the symptomatic leg when dressing. The following symptoms favor lumbar spinal stenosis over hip osteoarthritis, pain below the knee, leg tingling numbness, and some pain in both legs. Differential diagnosis is an important skill that is emphasized in chiropractic which leads to focused treatment addressing the specific needs of each individual patient. That from the Spine Journal, January 2019. That speaks to the importance of the assessment part of taking action when it comes to your health and wellness. That it's difficult to know which things are better for you in terms of treatment or even self-care when you're not sure which area might be causing the health problem. So getting that proper assessment and some direction as to what what may match you and your assessment better is very valuable. So the experience in the clinic is just that people will come in pointing to one area, but the problems in another, and the things they've been doing them for themselves weren't necessarily indicated, and sometimes can actually be hurtful or harmful, just depending on how it was done. Each case is obviously very specific. So the takeaway there is there is a way uh, to be sure that you can kind of hone in on that uh, diagnosis or assessment. However, it's not always that easy, and it is best to seek out some care from a qualified healthcare provider in order to ensure whatever it is you're doing, whether it's treatment or self-care, is customized, individualized, and personalized to you. All right, there you have it. Watch your screen time. Watch your child's screen time and um, make sure your immune system stays strong by keeping those sugars out of your diet, as well as protecting your liver by doing the same. Figure out your exercise ratio, whether it's duration or intensity, uh, cardio versus resistance, and then get those vitamin D levels within the normal range, so that no matter what happens going forward, at least you'll have that as a positive on your side. And then finally, if you're suffering with that low back or hip pain, Follow the differentials we listed. See if you can pinpoint if it's one area or the other. But best bet is to find someone who can help you determine that and send you on the right path of both treatment and or self-care. And that will line you up for some good health outcomes coming forward. So some good information there on your Friday heading into the weekend. Charles Dickens has your quote for the day. He says that the pain of parting is nothing to the joy of meeting again. So... You have to say goodbye to your colleagues and your co-workers on this Friday. But uh, you're probably happy to do so, knowing that the weekend is here and you can go engage with your family and other friends and uh, spend some time uh, doing those things that you love and enjoy to do. But don't worry, those good colleagues of yours will be there Monday again, and uh, so will we with your daily health update to help continue steering your health and and wellness in the right direction. And uh, perhaps you should share this with your colleagues as well, so during the week you all have something positive to focus on with your health and wellness, helping each other get better together is always better than having to do it on your own. So have a great weekend. Uh, Enjoy. And I will catch up with you next week. Take care.